0: Hey everyone, it's Brianna, and this is Gwen, and you're listening to The, the Page-Turner. Page-Turner. Hello everyone, and welcome back to The Page-Turner. As always, I'm Brianna, and I'm Gwen. Uh, we hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, earlier <laughs> this month. It's been a couple weeks. Mine was fun. There was sunshine, swimming, food, as it should be. I was in
1: the Azores, so there was no typical
0: things. Yeah, yeah, none of that. But you were eating good food, and the water was beautiful. The pictures you sent were amazing. There was fireworks everywhere. Really? It was a little frightening, I admit. (laughs) I was a little startled, but it was fun. It was cool. Oh, good. But, yeah, so... On to Los Gatos, though. What's new here?
1: Oh, okay. I had two things. Uh-huh. One, I think I told you before, but the other one is a
0: surprise. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. And this is genuine, you guys. She has not told me yeah. what the other thing is.
1: So the first one, it's kind of a website thing. I just happened to notice this earlier today when I was working on Desk. Yeah. It was like our head, like picture, mm-hmm. the header picture. Yeah. Is It changes now. Every time you load the page... Eric showed me that. It's
0: so cool. Isn't that so fancy? (laughs) I know. Yeah, so Eric, an awesome librarian here who does the website and does Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of amazing things, he, yeah, it rotates. So if you're on our homepage... And you, like, refresh the page, yeah, it it'll changes. be a new picture every time. It's really cool. Yeah, we're pretty technologically advanced here. I was
1: just like, <laughs> oh, this
0: is a thing. I kept refreshing <laughs> Right? It's kind of fun just <laughs> to keep. Yeah. I forgot, yeah, you were gone, but um, he showed me that. When yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I love that you discovered it, like, organically, though. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> okay, what is the surprise? I want to know.
1: The surprise is, and I guess it's not a surprise if... listeners have been paying attention but this is our year anniversary (gasps) for the podcast no
0: yeah no because we our first one was from august are you kidding me yeah oh my gosh we've all been like consumed with school like i haven't even thought about it This is so exciting. Like, I don't want to make too much noise. I'm like trying to clap very quietly over here (laughs) uh, so I don't break anyone's eardrums. But this is awesome. This is so cool. And we've had like a a pretty consistent viewership throughout the entire year. So, thank you so much to everyone who's listening, listening now. Mm -hmm. It's been really fun to do. This is probably the favorite, my favorite project I've ever done. Oh, yeah. Since starting working in my voice. It's so much fun. Yeah. So, thank you for letting us. Live the dream. (laughs) And I'd like to thank our co and our boss. Yeah. (laughs) Who literally are the ones who let us do this. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's... Well, thank you for swinging that on me. That's great. So, let's do what we do best, which is talk about the book we read. Yes. And what did we read?
1: This time we read Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe by Benjamin Alire Sainz. Sainz?
0: Sainz. Sainz. Yes. 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 And... This book, so this is a YA book, Mm -hmm. and I read it first years ago. It came out in 2012, and it just warmed my heart. (laughs) I think I was a young adult then. And I think upon reflection, I can see that, especially now that I've branched out into other YA books, back then I was very picky, avoided him, um, and now I would say, you know, it always was a five star for me at the time, but I think now I'd probably do a four. Okay. Um, just because I've I've in comparison, I think I've read things that are a lot better a little bit more unique a little Mm -hmm. bit you know but still I think really sweet a sweet book
1: yeah I would also give it a four we (gasps) agree on something
0: first time for anything it only took a year second time actually the first
1: one was our first book so really like once a year we'll
0: agree (laughs) we've come full circle (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome oh my gosh
1: um yeah there are some things and we'll talk about them in the spoiler section but like I have reasons why I gave it four stars And I have reasons why I gave it not five stars.
0: Yeah. So we'll go into details later, but... It's about two boys literally named Aristotle and Dante, Mm -hmm. and they meet each other one summer, and they're Mm -hmm. like, wow, your parents kind of (laughs) did a weird naming thing, too. What's with that name? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which just cracks me up, because I'm like, I wonder, too, with the author... I didn't really find anything, but why he named them mm-hmm. that. Um, I do know that they're, like first generation uh, Mexican American, which is awesome. Yeah, that was something too that I think the novelty of the book a long time ago was that yeah. I've never read a YA book that was in the stratosphere, like popular, mm-hmm. that had Mexican American teens. Yeah, and just being normal teens. Like yeah. there's no. I, I was gonna say there's nothing dramatic that happens, but there is. It, I mean, it does get pretty serious on certain issues, but. Mm-hmm. I was just they're just high schoolers and they're just Yeah. So that was really cool. And, and it's won yeah.
1: so many awards. Yeah. At this point. Like you look at the cover and it's just awards Covered. covering it.
0: Yeah. So There is a sequel, which I will not read. Um <laughs> <laughs> just I well as I've tell gotten us older. Really feel. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I'm so against Sequels. If something yeah. is a planned like duology, like mm-hmm. Six of Crows, yeah, um, by Lee Bardugo, which we read, I will do that. But um, anything that wasn't a planned sequel mm-hmm. or is longer than three books as an adult, I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I am curious, though. I'll have to look it up and see what happens. But at least
1: look at the reviews. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have it here at the library. We have both, so yeah. you can come on down and pick those up.
1: We actually have it on display right now. It's part of our Pride Month display, which I know is a little... It's It's been there a while
0: yeah, Pride <laughs> Month. Yeah, that was a June display, but it's kind of turned into a summer display <laughs> Yeah, now. So it will be changing mm-hmm. eventually, so come by and get it while you can. Yeah, and last time I was up there shelving,
1: it actually was still on the display. I, like, put it in the center. I'm like, somebody read this. Yeah, it,
0: it was out for a bit, though. Oh, good. Yeah, um, but now it's back, because yeah. I think, I don't know, uh, I, I, people... People who are into the display have kind of gone through the display yep. already, so I think it's slowing down a little. Which is why we're starting to replace it. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Slowly but surely, we'll yeah. have something new and exciting later.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess you know I could say a little bit about the thing, the story. I don't want to spoil it, so I'll keep it very vague. <laughs> I really did. At the base of it, it feels like this story is not so much about like events that are happening. Or, like, a story arc so much As it is about character development Mm -hmm. And it is about love at the base of things Mm -hmm. It is about, you know, just love in general And that includes, like, beyond romantic love It includes a lot about familial love Yes Which I found really interesting
0: Yeah, I love family stories I have a Mm -hmm. large family myself So any story that explores all those dynamics Yeah I just eat up. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: I mean, more details to come, but I think at the base of it, it is a love story and not just a a romantic love story, but it is how do families interact? How do families' relationships become what they are as you age, especially through that time in your life when you're changing and trying to define yourself? Yeah. Like, how does your family also interact with that?
0: And how has your parents and people older than you mm-hmm. gone through that and developed their own yeah. st- uh, loyalty to their family, a love for their family, yeah. um, and things and like that. And how their baggage interacts with yes. your baggage. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you would think sometimes it'll make, oh, this would make it easier, mm-hmm. or this will make it more difficult, but yeah. you can never really predict that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, so stay tuned for th- uh, when we get more in-depth on that, but first we will be reading for let's see, what is next month? August? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Next month is September. August. Oh no, September. Yeah, <laughs> we we record these episodes at the end of the month before they come out the yeah. next month. So you're right, I'm so sorry. <laughs> September, we'll be reading Educated
1: by Tara Westover.
0: And we're excited because this one has been like not it's in the library for months. Popular. Yeah, yeah, very popular. Um, and a couple have finally trickled back in, mm-hmm. so, and that's a nonfiction book about a girl that was raised, like, out of society. Basically, she was, I think her family
1: were, uh, what are they oh, called? Oh, when they are worried about the end of the world. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, those people. Um, and so she was raised away from school, out of mm-hmm. the public, like, very sheltered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then it's her story of how she became educated.
0: Yes, which and is her so fight cool. to become educated. Yeah, so the first,
1: yeah, self-driven thirst for, knowledge, first for yeah. knowledge.
0: So we're excited. And then, as a little tease, as we always do, for the book we read. Yes. So to get you interested in Aristotle and Dante, because I do think you should read it. I think we can agree on that.
1: Yeah, I think it would be worth the read. Yeah, it's if you're. If you have struggled with books that don't have, a, like, a huge arc mm-hmm. of story or a lot of world-building, you'll struggle with this book. But the characters are what really make it. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure. Okay, so my quote is, sometimes you do things and you do them not because you're thinking but because you're feeling. Because you're feeling too much. And you can't always control the things you do when you're feeling too much. I
0: love that because... Like, that's the epitome of being a teenager. <laughs> I mean, even an adult, right? Yeah. But you just have more life experience to manage situations. But that's, like,
1: yeah, what it is. I know. I want to say more, but I'm like,
0: uh, I don't want to do any spoilers. So yeah. we'll save that for the spoilers. I, yeah, find out what we're talking about. Like, yeah. well, I think I do think that we can say in terms of... Um, You know, so he's in high school. Mm -hmm. So he's going through things. There's crushes. There's love. There's wanting to know more about your family. uh, Wanting to, as you get older, form a connection with your parents, your siblings, Mm -hmm. everyone around you. And doing it in a way that's... It's not all feelings based Like you're learning yeah. about the other person And coming to them from a level headed way Instead of an emotional way Like we do Especially when we're young Yeah You know like Well I mean I know adults that do that But Exactly You know And
1: I think a lot of it well, The reason I it resonated with me Was because it felt very much like his character mm-hmm.
0: Yeah so He's a very emotional being y- Yeah
1: <laughs> So we'll go into more detail on that But if, I think it, it's it very much exemplifies his character and his feeling, like his relationship with his feelings.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so. how it, it can be so overwhelming yeah. that you just have to lash out mm-hmm. almost. <laughs> but yeah. And then mine is I hated being volunteered. The problem with my life was that it was someone else's idea. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I think that goes hand in hand with your quote because oh, yeah. you can feel so much and do nothing yeah <laughs> at the same time as you can feel so much and be out of control mm-hmm. acting too much um almost anxious to the point of yeah all the emotions simmering and so the characters dante is very feels a lot he's mm-hmm. very emotional he wears his hurt on his sleeve much, yeah. also feels a lot but but he does the opposite of exactly what dante does. he doesn't express it he mm-hmm. lets other people control his narrative um, he lets them assume a lot of things about him because it's easier.
1: Yeah, and he lets it, like, he hides it all, and it just festers there mm-hmm. and becomes so much more. Yeah. And until it gets to the point of just, like, boiling over, and yeah. then, like, that's when it connects with my quote of just, like, he loses control.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so seeing that struggle and dichotomy, I think, is very normal. And, yeah, it's it's great. And he just the way he can describe it, mm-hmm. but just... <laughs> Not always reflect on it, but yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. But can we get into Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> now it's time
0: for spoilers. So, okay. as usual, run away, rip the headphones out, mm-hmm. shut off the podcast, come yeah. back later, though.
1: Yeah. And after you read the book, come back and listen. Yes.
0: We can totally go for it. Okay,
1: awesome. <laughs> I, You've been, like, dying over little <laughs> like. I want to talk about a couple of things. Let's first start with the positive. Okay. I appreciate... I appreciated a lot that it was a narrative from the perspective of somebody who you don't get to see a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's in on more than one regard. That's you know the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. factors, and there's the Mexican American perspective. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the fact that you had two Mexican American kids who were like I think they're f- first or second generation, yeah, and one of them has a really good relationship with his, his family culture, and mm-hmm. the other one has a very, like, troubled...
0: Not troubled, but... He doesn't feel... He doesn't con- feel connected, connected. Yeah. And he doesn't know where he fits in. Exactly. And what it even means for his family. Yeah. To be part of those two cultures. Yeah.
1: and And I think that was really well done. And I really appreciated that you also got that perspective in it. Like, the story was not just about the fact that these two characters... Like, one of them, you know, early on is, is is like, gay. And the other one is, like, you're following him learning about himself and all yeah. that. But you also get that aspect of, you know, how do you communicate? Like, how do you decide which part of your family's heritage are you going to celebrate? Yeah. Are you going to be more, like, celebratory of, of that part that they brought with them? Or mm-hmm. are, the, are you going to be more... Americanized, I'm using air quotes here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just
0: and I like follow that, that. I like that it was depicted in a way that was very normal, though, very and much. not so heightened that it's upsetting. Yeah. Because I think that it's a normal question to have, but it doesn't uh-huh. always need to be disastrous in its implications and it doesn't imply that one or the other is better exactly
1: it is just their narrative yeah exactly and i thought that was very well handled another one is the main character the one you're listening from his perspective yes he is a queer character but he's not cliche yeah which is so nice
0: yeah um they actually talk about the hobbies a lot yeah which is nice i feel like sometimes in teen books Oh, so just really in any books yeah. for bad characterizations, not just teen books, people the characters will passively list the hobbies mm-hmm. and we're just supposed to automatically form some view of them because we know that they like video games or something. Yeah. But it doesn't actually nourish the character. Mm-hmm. Whereas here they talk about they love swimming. Well, Dante loves swimming. Yeah. Ar- Aristotle is not. Oh, Ar- he is not a very good swimmer, which is what they, how they meet actually. Yeah, and what they bond over. Mm-hmm. Um. They like looking at the stars. They like just a whole bunch of other things, and yeah. and you feel that in who they are. It's not just something that you they filled out on a character like checklist. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> it makes sense in some ways, based on like where they come from. Like Dante is more li- literary. He mm-hmm. likes books. He likes poetry. He likes drawing. He's a little bit more artistic, and it makes sense coming from the family he came from. Mm-hmm. Like his yeah. dad's a professor,
0: and which is great too, Mexican. Yeah professor, mm-hmm. like, I just thought that was so cool. I remember reading it a long time ago and being like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's awesome. Like, he has a teaching job. That's cool. Like,
1: in the university,
0: he's highly respected and that's just not usually the job given to, like, yeah. Mexican fathers in literature. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they don't obviously exist in the real world, <laughs> real but world. just in yeah, fiction. Yeah. You don't come across it very often. For so. sure.
1: And, like, you know, John, like, Aristotle comes...
0: Ari. Yeah.
1: <laughs> comes from a family who... It's not so much his parents, but more... Well, a little bit his parents, because his dad has a really hard time communicating things that happened to him during the war. And so Ari has this really troubled relationship with his feelings, and that manifests in a way of, like, him lashing out Mm -hmm. in, in almost a violent sometimes a violent way, which... You can also see echoed in his brother and, like, things, yeah. like, that had happened in his in the past. And, like, this brother that he idolizes but never really knew.
0: Mm-hmm. He has an bro- older brother that's in jail. Yeah. And he doesn't know why for the majority of his life in the book.
1: Yeah. So, you can, like, it makes sense. Their hobbies, their personality traits, it makes sense based on, like, the narrative and, yeah. and where they're coming from like their, where their families
0: like yeah. are and what they do and help. which ties into the strength of the book that you mentioned exactly. even though you had some issues yeah the family and the characters is key which yeah. i think is not saying there's a point to the book but i think really good family dynamics and explorations in ya i think is crucial yeah to have a real in-depth and Like, the author clearly thought this out, you
1: know? There are parts of that where you're like, okay, the author really planned that. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense to me. Um, You also see uh, that it's not, like, a tragedy. Yes. I, that is one thing that when you see, like, LGBTQ stories in books a lot of the time they're tragedies like yeah it's the cause of a whole lot of pain and I'm not saying that that doesn't happen that it's not true it's not the reality and that for we shouldn't people, forget and that like all exactly. the pain and suffering but it's also really nice to see for once somebody who is part of the queer community that is also not portrayed
0: as it like ruining their lives <laughs> yeah
1: that's really nice
0: and I think that's why I like the the so much detail on the hobbies and the families mm-hmm. is that there's many parts of their identity and who they are. It's not just this one thing. Yes. about them and that I, m- it, like defines that character. Exactly, and I think that's what made me so excited when I read it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Is that this could be a young adult's first introduction? Yes, into having to pick up this book and this is the experience they get. They get the the struggle for mm-hmm. the character. They get how it could be difficult. They get them. They get information that will help them empathize yes right but it also ends in a positive manner yeah so yeah totally yeah so like those are some
1: of the really positive things for me that's like why it got four stars not three which for me to have it being such a character-driven book where mm-hmm. like not much action happens and well some action happens but like it's not
0: it's not following the hero's journey uh, yeah you know it's the, not the classic up up and Climax yeah. down.
1: And it's also like there's like no world building. Yeah. I got through maybe a third of the book before I realized it was <laughs> happening in the eighties.
0: Yeah. I was I really was like, do not realize that. What? You yeah. said
1: eighty what?
0: Nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. I was like, oh, Okay, that yeah. changes things a little bit. Yeah. It really does.
1: <laughs> but like that it sh- that should be a thing that you're introduced to at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like that that's one of my little pet peeves is like there's no world building. I don't know when this was set until the, one of the characters threw a number out there. <laughs> yeah. Like that for me is a little hard. Mm-hmm. Um so considering that and I still gave it four stars. Like that says something about
0: how well thought out. Yeah. Because you really do love world building. You read oh, yeah. really large science fiction books that are Yeah. Yeah. Steeped in world building. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. rely
1: some arguably sometimes too heavily <laughs> on world building.
0: <laughs> like, okay, I get it. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. but yeah, so it is a very well done book, but I do have some pickiness yeah. about it.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things, too, um, just in passing when I would asked you, like, what you were thinking of it, mm-hmm. um, is, and I think we agree on this, huh, something we agree on, <laughs> <laughs> is it would have been fascinating to have this plot line written probably as an adult book. I don't think this yeah. would have fit into the genre of YA. Um, from Arya's mom's perspective, mm-hmm. because she is dealing with a son that's in jail. She, of course, when her son went to jail... Um, had a break down. So she had to send her other son to her aunt to live with. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about family relationships, love, loyalty, and them going through their own things. And how how did that affect, you know, the way she views her relationship with I mm-hmm. The way, because they cut off all ties with him. Her relationship with her husband. And uh, I just think this would have been a really interesting perspective to have like from the moms Mm -hmm. but obviously that would change the entire book and the genre so that's not a criticism necessarily of the book it's just i would have loved that. yeah i'd love to know that
1: Um. and i think we talked about this also in passing it was just when we were talking about this yeah outside of the podcast um is that has changed as you've gotten older
0: yeah yeah like
1: when you were younger it was totally fine that it was from his perspective and the younger perspective but now that you're older you're really curious about how like (laughs) living in that mom's head yeah and seeing from her perspective as well
0: yeah it's funny reading young adult books now because I have to genuinely be like do I have this criticism just because I'm an adult yeah and it's not for me so not saying like any criticism isn't valid, but just like, okay, would it be better with my critique actually? Or am I turning it into something that it's never was meant to be? Yeah. You know, I'm I like I said, i my idea would be turning it into an adult book. And that's not the point. The yeah. point is this is for teens.
1: Yeah. I mean the thing is is like there is a lot of crossover it's totally fine for adults to read YA books. Mm-hmm. That's great. And it's not just for teens. But, yeah, it totally changes your perspective <laughs> because you've gone through that. Like, you are on the other end of that. Yeah, you're, yeah. Like, you're not in the middle of that change and that craziness. Yeah. Like, I remember high school. My 10-year reunion is coming up. It not that wild? It blew my mind. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to go back. No, I'm
0: good. <laughs> no, thank you. But it con-
1: completely changes your perspective. Like, yeah. being this far removed from that age. From that age time, yeah. That... It does change your perspective in how you read these things. Yeah. because yeah. I'm taking a YA class right now, uh, materials for YA, mm-hmm. and there have been times where I'm like, oh, I agree with your mom. Like, stop. <laughs> 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 I feel very old when yeah. I think
0: that, but I'm like, oh, you just need to stop. <laughs> That's way too funny. Yeah, but it's so true. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, my goodness. Let's take a 10 steps back and yeah. a breather. 10 yeah. deep breaths. Uh, yeah. So, and that's always great, too. And I do like that some of these books I have read in the past. Because mm-hmm. then to yeah. revisit them, it's just so funny. Like, I know. I kind of wish
1: that I read more YA when I was that age. Right. But also feel like, you know, I was... I was a teen in the in the age of Twilight, yeah. So, I want to say YA has improved. It, since oh, a
0: hundred percent, it has improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah because especially. I, You know, what was being advertised or pushed Like, mm-hmm. we weren't going online to look up book yeah. recommendations You know, like, whatever someone was carrying around at school Whatever yeah. they were making a movie adaptation of Whatever your friends were reading at the time That's what you would read And yeah. I think that's why I, we just kind of skipped to adult books inst- yeah. instead But, yeah. yeah So, yeah, I would... We both gave it four stars Definitely mm-hmm. recommend it Oh, sorry, you have like, a couple things... You wanted to talk about that are more negative, so yeah. yeah. Just a few. Um, one of them was the inner
1: monologue of Ari. (laughs) So you can see in some of our quotes, if you remember our quotes, they were a little bit like poetic, yeah, and and stuff like that. He does not strike me as the type to have that poetic inner monologue. Yeah. He is so out of touch with his emotions and, like, so guarded against them Mm -hmm. that it doesn't seem to me like he would... It doesn't feel natural to me. Like, if this was from Dante's point of view, maybe, I would totally understand. Yeah. Because he's very much more, like, literary and stuff like that and poetic and he's read poems before and stuff like that. But it just...
0: It seems a little That's funny. Off that, that's a good point. Me. I would have never thought that, but oh, right. Yeah. I feel like he'd be even telling himself, like lying to himself about his own feelings, even in his own exactly. head. Exactly. So yeah. that's a, yeah, that's
1: a good point. It's like I liked it. It was interesting, and, and I can totally see what the author was going for. But something about it read wrong to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things. Another of the things is. Like, the lack of story arc, mm-hmm. it it's not, it doesn't follow that typical thing, and it's more, very much so heavily character-driven. For me, personally, that's something that really detracts from it, mm-hmm. and just how the author sets this story in space and time does not... It doesn't fit right for me. It there's yeah. nothing like
0: like I said. It took me a third of the book <laughs> to figure out when it was happening. A lot of this story is telling you about things that happened, but not letting anyone experience yeah the things that happened. Like even when um uh, they get into fights and yeah. stuff like that, it feels very much like oh so and so's in the hospital. They just had a fight mm-hmm. instead of like yeah th- instead of like t- at least five pages dedicated to this big climactic moment so yeah. I can I can totally see what you're saying right and you know the world building is just not there <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there's no high school scenes there's no no nothing it's very
1: and to be fair like it's mostly set over the summer but it's like I it doesn't tell you much about where it's set mm-hmm. like I pictured you know you end up just picturing cliche things <laughs> yeah. because it doesn't put you anywhere yeah it just hopes that like it just relies on the fact that you have these preconceived notions of what summertime is for a teenager mm-hmm. and so what's I interesting like though that.
0: is that again though is that something that is harder as an adult like when it an adult because if you're a kid you want to envision not a kid a teen or younger you want to envision your summer right so okay. if, if an author says let me set the scene, it's going to be like, oh, now I need to remember what the scene looks like. Yeah. Whereas it's like, it was summer, and you're envisioning, okay, what do I do during the summer? Yeah. So there could be that. But it's also just like, well,
1: this is Ari's story. True. true." So give him a place to live. Don't just, like, make me picture your typical house. Yeah. I totally
0: know what you're saying. Yeah. I think some people probably like that, though. Oh, But that's just, you know, a difference. I mean, and
1: that's the thing. That's one of the reasons. Like, I gave it four stars because at the base of it all, those are very nitpicky things. Mm -hmm. There are things that pulled me out of the story and Mm. made me not like the story as much. But for other people, for people who love character development and really thrive on that and just adore it, I would absolutely say, like, recommend it to them. Because they will love this story. Yeah. Just not for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think those are all fair. Yeah. Quote, unquote, negative things. I think that I think they're valid. Um, <laughs> new criticism of them. Yeah. And overall, we averaged a four. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely check out this book, guys. We're so excited. We didn't realize, like, how much we've talked about it. Yeah. But I do, before we go, want to recommend a book. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're a teen, even if you're not a teen and you read this book and liked it, the book I'm going to recommend is an adult book. And it's Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey <laughs> McQuiston. It's a new book. I've been watching a lot of good TV, like ch- the Chernobyl miniseries, but they're so dark <laughs> that I was like, I need something light. I need something just to make me like happy mm-hmm. with, in my literature. And this came through, and it's a story <laughs> about the president's son who's um, Mexican-American as well mm-hmm. and and his relationship with the one of the heirs of the royal family in England and they're like enemies at first and then they're friends and then there's like the romantic aspect but it was so funny and I thought really interesting because it's both in a timeline but not in our timeline <laughs> so it was just funny so if you're looking for I, don't, I never look for romantic comedies but this yeah. was just really funny um I would say come on down and you'll probably have to place a hold on it because it's got a long list of people waiting for it but yeah it was just fun and yeah so that's my book wreck
1: I appreciate that
0: yeah (laughs) Gwen's like I've heard all about this book (laughs) I was there when you found it oh yeah yeah and I was so overjoyed I was like yeah this sounds so hilarious (laughs) and then
1: you were so disappointed you had to put a hold on it yeah
0: I had to wait in line. But yeah, it was fun. Um, So yeah, thank you for joining us. And if you've been listening especially since the beginning, Mm -hmm. thank you so much. Um, I hope you've continued to enjoy it. Again, next time we'll be reading Educated. Yes, by Tara Westover. So, yes. Yeah, read that. Yeah, join us next time and read that with us. Uh, Thank you all for listening. This has been The The page Page Turner.
1: You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or on our webpage via direct RSS feed. We would be very grateful if you would subscribe or write a review wherever you listen. Thank you all for listening. This has been The the Page-Turner. The views and opinions expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the Los Gatos Library or the Town of Los Gatos.